Hey everybody, you're listening to Tour All Night, your nightly Native Invader after-show wrap-up. Today is Wednesday, October 4th, and Tori performed at the Royal Albert Hall in London, England. Tonight was Tori's 34th time performing in London since the release of Little Earthquakes. The set list is as follows. IIE, Little Earthquakes, Pancake with A Little Bit of Mary's Eyes, tour debut, Cloud on My Tongue, Beauty Queen Horses, Josephine, and Russia... For the Fake Muse Network section of the show, she did Silver Springs by Fleetwood Mac, mixed with Free Falling by Tom Petty, and then River by Joni Mitchell. Back to her own stuff for Reindeer King, Ruby Through the Looking Glass, Silent All These Years, Breakaway, and Bliss to close the show. Two-song encore for Precious Things and Sort of Fairy Tale. We have two people to talk to tonight, so first let's talk to Kathleen. Welcome to England. <laughs> Perfect. No, that was coming. I didn't know that was coming. That's hilarious. Uh, I was going to sing it, but I was feeling a little self-conscious. Well, come on, Kathleen, do a dance for me. Baby, it is late, and still you pour me a tall one. Hi, how are you? I'm great. How are you? <laughs> I'm well. Um, you're in one of my favorite places in the world. First and foremost, did you meet or see Peter Doyle? No. Okay. I do have some exciting news, though. Tell, tell, tell. So I had a a reunion this evening with some friends I met on the Doll Posse tour. Okay, that's awesome. 2007, my friends Sean Paul and Vivian, I met them at the show in Prague a decade ago. Jesus, oh my god. (laughs) That's why it took me a little while to get home. We were, you know, a little reunion for the Doll Posse's. Where'd you guys go? Uh, we just went out to get a bite to eat and a few drinks. Nothing nothing more iconic than Royal Albert Hall. We started our evening there. <laughs> was the venue amazing? I mean, the pictures look amazing. I've heard nothing but amazing things about it. It was. This was my first time seeing a show there. I was very excited for the venue itself and, of course, to see Tori there. Right, right. It was gorgeous, beautiful, royal, regal, majestic. It seemed like there was not a bad seat at all. Well, I'm sure some seats were better than others, but <laughs> um, well, but it was true. interesting. Another circular venue, and my friend Vivian described it as being like a giant hug. Oh, that's great. With Tori in the center, yeah. I love that imagery. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you saw a wonderful concert. I don't know if you know. I'm sure you know by now, but the entire concert was live-streamed. Um <gasps> Someone had their phone on Periscope, and we got to hear the audio as it happened. Wonderful. Yeah, I love that. I love when that happens. Wow. Tell us everything. Tell us what it was like to be there, starting with IIE. Well, no, starting with what she was wearing. Starting with what she was wearing. Well, red and black again. Power. Mama was looking sexy again when she came out. She received a fabulous reception, well, as you have already heard. Right. Um, Lots of applause, (laughs) lots of cheers. Woo! You know, silky satiny material, black dress, black leggings, black strappy heels, black rim glasses. Um, The front was red and had the red wrist angles. The sleeves were black and had like diamond shapes. In black, but they were also translucent and had shimmery, shimmery silver sparkles in them. And then the cups were red silk also. And then the back was a red underlay, and it had the same black diamonds and translucent material over the, a layer over Excellent. it. Excellent. Yeah, really beautiful. Very fitting for the Royal Albert Hall. 
Okay, so then IIE, talk us through. Mm-hmm. Well, it was great. She was on fire. It was dramatic. It was gorgeous. Some hand gestures as she was invoking the energy for the show, crossing mm-hmm. her wrists and hands. Mm, a little bit of a sexy vibe. Her voice sounded great and a really powerful ending. She opened next with Little Earthquakes the th- for the third time out of four shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I'm I, I'm tending to agree with you that it's taken on a political tone, everything that's happening now, what's going on now in our world. Mm-hmm. It, it's a powerful choice for a second song. It was a really strong performance. And then this is when she turned sideways and she was playing. This is when she was playing the piano. I noticed the shimmery sequins mm-hmm. in her sleeve. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were really, they're just kind of moving about. It was as the light caught them. Yeah, and the IIE part was drawn <laughs> out and, <laughs> and beautiful. Yeah, and then there was a, a fallboard slam at yes. the end. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. Pancake with a little bit of Mary's eyes. Yes, and mm. before she did Pancake, she acknowledged the audience as she typically does after the second song. She was very excited. She gave a wave and then like hugged herself, and um, there was a lot of applause. And then she said, oh, my God, how much do I love you people? <laughs> uh, and then she talked about um, the first time that she played in London, mm-hmm. that she played for quid, about 40 quid. Oh, wow. And then she mentioned uh, her buddy Neil Gaiman and that she had played for a birthday party and she was playing songs from Little Earthquakes and he said that he had never seen more glum faces at a birthday party. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. uh, yeah, our our girls come a long way from, you know, birthday party for 40 quid to the Royal Albert Hall. (laughs) Yeah. Way to go, Tori. Could you imagine glum faces during Little Earthquakes? Uh, never. What a terrible no. birthday party. I know. What kind of people are they? <laughs> <laughs> um, both Bridges and Pancake, which is great. Mm-hmm. And one interesting thing about Pancake was the intro this time. She was hunched over and actually standing. Oh, not cool. Not when she started the intro. Oh, wow. Yeah, which is a notable difference. Yeah, I love and that. And then it was really powerful. Yeah, and as you mentioned, the hem- hems for us to see... She did the mic grip again during the misogynist homophobe part where she grabs the mic and pulls it first toward herself. Right. Which I think symbolizes taking back power. Uh, Very fierce, lots of emotion. Get it, Mm -hmm. girl. Get that power. Yeah. And then she did the mic grip pull thing again during um, Need People Dying in Their Names. Oh, really? Cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cool. yeah, and then Cloud on My Tongue, really beautiful, soft, pretty. That's definitely one of her favorites, this tour. Yeah. I feel like tonight was a celebration of this whole leg of the tour, and she pulled out all of her favorites. Yeah, I, I can see that. I can definitely see that. Yeah, you can see it in the set list. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, she said something before Beauty Queen Horses. What did she say? Oh, <laughs> it was uh, directed toward people in one of the loge boxes, I think, or uh-huh. someone up on balcony Uh hey somebody up there you're gonna close that door because light was coming in oh okay and it distracted her Mm -hmm. excellent and you know yeah and then right into beauty queen with those low notes it sounded so good oh it was good right when she started too she had that little leg kick where she flexes her leg forward and kind of leans back yes love it Uh, yeah lovely really deep notes very strong and then when she's playing Beauty Queen and Horses, this tour, 
she really drops her voice when she says, we'll make mother well. Like yeah. she says the mother very soft. Yeah, that like, yeah, yeah that whisper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, you know, that song mentions Neil, and we were wondering if Neil happened to be around. You know, Tash was in the audience. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm assuming he was there. And I, you know what? And I'm assuming, I'm just going to assume, I don't know for a fact, but I'm assuming Samuel Adamson was there as well. And when she right. went into Breakaway, I was like, how could I not put Breakaway on my wills? Oh, I know. This whole night, I'm like, I should have had a golden four. What <laughs> was I thinking? Well, you got two. That's good. I got one only. Well, congrats. <laughs> congrats to you. Um, okay, Thanks. so after Horses, she did Josephine. It's just gorgeous. I really appreciate this song, hearing it so many times live. Um, and then Russia with the intro, with the with the with the little uh, sounds with those voices. Yes. How was that? It was great. Put it on my wills and wants. So I know. <laughs> <laughs> made it even more great. Yes. Good all around. <laughs> Um, Fake Muse Network was especially, uh, was a tearjerker tonight. Absolutely. Yeah, we all kind of thought she would do something for Tom Petty. She, and she said, you know, we, what did she say? Tell us what she said. She said, okay, everybody, uh, something about two great, we're going to honor two great ladies who are not with us anymore. And then what was the first song was? Silver Springs by um, Fleetwood Mac. Mm-hmm. And then she wove in t- uh, part of Tom Petty's Free Falling. Right, right. With that one. Yeah, it was really strong. It was passionate. And then she said something in the middle um, about we're sad with broken hearts. You know, very, it was very emotional and very fitting tribute. I, you know, everybody kind of expected that she would do some Tom Petty tonight. And I'm glad she did because there's no, way, there's no better way to honor a musician than to have Tori do a cover. Do you know what I mean? Like, she does it so well. Right. And then she went into one of, she went into River which I love paired with Reindeer King. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's beautiful. And, you know, River talks about Skate Away, you know, and mm-hmm. then Reindeer King has mm-hmm. the, um, at the end, yeah. about skating. Def- and, and the reindeer theme and the Christmas idea. Yeah. That, and, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. and then, second half of the show, Ruby. Yeah, Ruby was great, too. Um, perfect, slow, pretty. Um, and then I heard the crowd erupt for silent all these years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, awesome. it was great too. Really pretty, really perfect. Um, when at toward the end, when she said, "I've been here," she touched the piano when she said, "Here." Oh yay! Because yeah, we know that's how she speaks and communicates a lot through right. her piano. Right. <laughs> um, Breakaway, which I loved hearing. It was such an obvious to me choice that it would be that it would appear in london um because i do believe it's about the light princess that's my theory um mm. so yeah how was it interesting yeah it was gorgeous yeah i like your theory i hadn't thought of that before yeah you know like the idea that it's um maybe she feels she let the project down or that it didn't go in the direction that she was hoping and if you think of it in that context, a lot of the lyrics make a lot more sense to me, you know? Oh, I can't wait to listen to it again. Yeah, and the chopper on the stage um, is a reference to Miss Saigon. That that play is famous for having a helicopter actually fly onto the stage. And one of, I think uh, Kim, I think is the character's name, her love flies away on in the helicopter, I believe. It's been a long time since I've read it. But the helicopter, the chopper on the stage is a Miss Saigon reference, which means, I think, like leaving behind... 
um, something that you love. And at least late, they let me exit through the chopper on the stage. Wow. So that's my thought on Breakaway. So then it became very apparent. I was like, oh, I bet Samuel Adamson's there. I bet Rosalie Craig's there. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, and then she ended with a rocker, Bliss. Yes. Bliss is a great closer. So good. I'm loving the Earthquakes Open Bliss close. Yeah. That was yeah. really nice. nice really powerful. Mm-hmm. How was the rush? In a, how was the royal rush in the Royal Albert Hall? Well, I kind of didn't want to go here, but I'm going to. Um, Fan etiquette again. Oh, do tell. There was a fan in the second row, a couple of them. Uh, Got up to go to the bathroom like a few songs into the show. Happened to mention to me before the show that he was drunk. Oh, Lord. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, and then just uh, breaking every rule in the book. Talking, singing, shouting out. I mean, you can probably hear it on the audio. Tori, you look sexy tonight. Oh, no. Yeah, and then during the stage rush, like, hopped over his chair, ran up to the front, shoved me aside to get in between the girl that I was sitting next to. Oh, God. (laughs) yeah, then proceeded to film the whole encore and like wave at Tori and point at her and try to get her attention. So it was good other than standing next to him. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry to hear I that. Built like an imaginary wall to my right and focused on the beautiful people to my left. And of course, Tori in front of me. <laughs> um, fan etiquette. And if not, you guys at your own risk, because I have witnessed with my own two eyes, Tori throw shoes at people. We've all seen her yell at people and kick them out, humiliate the lady in the white shirt. We all know how she expects you to act during her shows. So please, please, if you're listening, I'm sure if you're listening that you know how to behave at a Tory concert. But please, please respect each other. She was not afraid to call people out. She was calling out the people up in the loge box like, shut the door. You know, you're letting the light distract me. So, I mean, I could overlook one thing, but... The fact that he broke every rule in the book and just seemed to have no regard for any of the fans around him, I think mentioning it is the right thing because hopefully it'll help everyone have a better show. Right. Yeah, Yeah. it's so hard when you're in a situation like that with someone who disrupts your enjoyment, especially if they're talking through the show. Do you know what I mean? Or singing so loudly that you can't like. And it's everybody's there to have a good time, but it's there's a way to have a good time where you can still not impede the good time of everyone else around you. Right. So I'm sorry to hear that that happened, but how was Precious Things? Precious Things was great. It's a powerful ending. I love that whole series, Bliss, Precious Things, Fairy Tale, right in a row. Powerhouse. And Fairy Tale was great? Fairy Tale was great. It's that long, extended, beautiful version. Love. Mm-hmm. And I like that she's ending on a happy note. Yeah, because there's a lot going on personally um, and in our world that's just you know a lot of challenges, a lot of earthquakes going on, and um, it's nice. I think we couldn't handle it right now to end on a sad note like agreed. Hey Jupiter. Oh, agreed. So it's nice that she's ending on a happy up note. That's a really good point because I've been wondering where's Hey Jupiter, and she's ended so many shows with Hey Jupiter. That's Hey Jupiter's kind of like lives at the end of a show. You know what I mean? It only came out in the very beginning and just a portion of it, but it sounded very different than any other time. Yeah, and I wonder if she's like, oh, maybe not the right vibe I want to end on. Yeah, and even Thousand Oceans has come out a lot this tour, but it's during the set. It's not the final song of the encore. Exactly. 
Exactly. So I like that she's ending with a little groove. Yeah, groove, fun, we need hope. Absolutely. So you'll be seeing her, you'll be seeing Tori tomorrow at the Apollo in Manchester, which I have actually been to that venue. Um, I -hmm. saw her there in 2005. Um, when she re- that performance is available, you can purchase it on iTunes as an original bootleg. It's where she does the "Don't Look Back in Anger" with the with the Morrissey story ahead of it. But yeah, that was when I was there at the Apollo. Are you excited? I am. It's, yes, and there's one- a meet and greet tomorrow morning, so I'm even more excited. Yay, meet and greet! And- well, not in the morning. Sorry, sorry. In the afternoon. This is something else I'd like to address, if you don't mind. People are saying that you need to show up at the meet and greet at 8 or 9 a.m., and this is just not true. In Milan, I got there at 1.15. In Vienna, I got there at uh, 2. Another place, I got there at noon, and I've I've been able to meet Tori every time I've gone to one of the meet and greets. Oh, good. Good, good, good. So... At, you know, I know there's people who are very, very anxious and very excited. Maybe they're doing only one show, and so they want to make sure they get there early. So do what you will, but you don't have to do that. And that's good yeah, to know. Yeah, don't feel like you have to show up at 8 or 9 a.m. or you're not going to get to meet her. Yeah, good. All of the meets have been indoors, and that's mm-hmm. why some of them haven't happened if the venue doesn't have a good Area. indoor setup for yeah, us. Fair. But this time they've been taking us in five people at a time, maybe 10 people at a time. Good, 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 good. We'll see what happens in the States, but it will be cold. <laughs> yeah, it will be cold. It will be cold. How do you feel about uh, the tour winding down? Two more shows. Two more shows. Oh my goodness. I can't tell you how excited I am to see my puppy <laughs> and my husband. <laughs> oh, oh, your puppy and then your husband. <laughs> I mean, my husband... And my puppy. Okay, good. Um, the way I justify this is my husband husband lived for 40 years without me. My puppies know me his whole life. Oh, that's a good way of putting you know, it. From their perspective. Yeah. Oh, Oliver, <laughs> our little sound puppy, he's right next to me. Oh, must know. What's his breed? What is Oliver's? He's a Yorkie Terrier mix. So he's got Yorkie in him and then another kind of Terrier that we can't determine. Do you have a photo of him anywhere? Um, he has his own instagram account <laughs> you can follow oliver at the real oliver donut and press inquiries at the real oliver donut at gmail.com i love the oliver's the sound man yeah so he's a hollywood <laughs> dog he, he gets into production at, at every level <laughs> um kathleen thank you so much for these detailed reports i'm so it was such a pleasure to hear the show on a live stream and then hear your take on it it just makes it more full good um, i know i'm like oh i've already heard the show no oh. but it's great i mean like no being there is so different you know just being right in the room. because you're only hearing the audio right yeah and did you see tosh tonight i did not do you think she'll be at the show tomorrow for uh, up the creek debut yes and snowblind oh yeah and snowblind well done and snowblind promise. So pro- Wilson wants Snowblind, Promise, <laughs> Up the Creek, and Job's, Job's Coffin. Coffin. Yes, and Cactus Practice. I always forget Cactus Practice. Oh, but well, you have to choose four. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, good point. Okay, good. Unless you want to change the rules. No, 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 no rule changing. <laughs> too late. Too late. Um, get some sleep so that you can be wide-eyed and bushy-tailed for the meet and greet, and we'll talk to you tomorrow night. Okay. All right. Good night, Kathleen. Bye. Good night. Bye. Hello. Ladies and gentlemen, we're on the line with Catherine Elms, who just stepped out of her first Tori Amos show. Is that right? Yes, that's right. How was the show? It was amazing. Yeah, it was so, so good. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> really, really God. good. So um, describe the energy like in the house when you first walked in, your own energy like coming in. 
Um, so the so it's like a really really big venue. It houses about five thousand people. So it was really busy and vibrant, and I guess everyone's really excited. Now he's really excited. Um, we were in the cafe for a while. Now I was chatting to a couple of people. Everyone was really excited. So yeah, really buzzing energy. Catherine tweeted a picture today of her seat, and we retweeted it. You can go back through our tweets and look at it, and you had a great view. Like, the whole venue seems like there's not a bad view from any seat. Mm. Yeah, I would say it was really good. So we had, like, a little, um, I don't know what you call it, like a little private box. So there were uh, six people in our box, and then we could, we had a really good view of the stage, really good view of Tory, and we could see, like, the whole venue as well. It was awesome. Um, so I didn't realize it was a private box that you had. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, well, we we booked it thinking because like the tickets were selling out really fast, so we thought, oh god, we'll just grab this one because this is this must be the only one that's available. And then we ended up having really great seats. So yes, that's great. Oh, that's great. Okay, so now tell us. So Tori comes out for IIE. What are you thinking? Mm-hmm. Um, I was really really excited. Um, so you had like the drum backing track. It was really powerful and like deep and bassy and and you know like it had so much impact as she came out and she came out looking like a goddess she had this long uh like a red silky kind of outfit on with a black cape and she was like really working the stage and people were like shouting oh, i love you tori so uh-huh. it was really really good energy and and then she started playing it was beautiful and is um probably in my top 10 tori songs so I was super happy to see that. Okay. Um, obviously, I was expecting it to be the first one, but still, really excited. Right, <laughs> right. Still, it still doesn't take away from how good it is, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, what was your favorite moment in the whole show? Like, just your if you had to, I know if you had to pinpoint it to one moment. Mm. Um, it would probably be when she performed "Free Falling" by Tom Petty. Um, she started off playing Fleetwood Mac song, and then she kind of transitioned into that and it was so beautiful and I wasn't expecting to cry but then when she started playing it I could feel myself cheering I was like oh my god it's so perfect <laughs> what what exactly uh were you feeling is it because Tom Petty just died or were you a fan of the song mm, yeah well um so I am a fan of Tom Petty but also I think you know when someone so important and influential passes away it's always such a sad moment and it's really important to like commemorate their passing and celebrate their music and i know that since he passed away his uh, that song free falling is um doing really well in the chart i think it's number two in the u.s chart at the moment so you know all these people are rediscovering or discovering for the music and for tori to kind of uh show her respect to him as right. a musician during her show was just really powerful for me right and she has such a way of like honoring people Mm. it's profounder talent you know what I mean like when she wants to pay tribute to someone like it just is so beautiful yeah it was it was gorgeous okay so this was your first show how long have you been a Tory fan (laughs) Uh, so I've been a Tory fan for about 12 years now uh, since I was 16 and this is my first show because um, for a long time, so I live in Swansea in Wales, so Tori tends to perform in uh, England, so in like London and Manchester. And it was always quite expensive to like get there and see her live. And I never could afford to do it, but finally this year I could afford to do it. So yes, uh, took a plunge and it was totally worth it. <laughs> um, you're a musician yourself, right? 
Yes, yeah, that's right. I'm a singer-songwriter. Excellent. How did you come to discover Tori? Um, so it's a bit of a weird story, really. I found, I had a friend on LiveJournal who liked using Tori Amos lyrics as titles to her posts. And she used the lyric once from um, Another Girl's Paradise. And it just really struck me as being really beautiful. And I was like, oh my gosh, what is this? Where is this from? So I Googled it to find out where it was from. And um, I found Tori and started uh, listening to her music then. And like, it was just really beautiful and really moved me. And I've always been into very poetic, lyrical music, which is what I've appreciated about her. And um, one of the first times I like properly listened to her music was when I was in London and I went to a Virgin Mega store. And they used to have those things where you could pick up a CD and take it to a CD player and put it in and <laughs> listen to it on headphones. I love those. And um, I think, <laughs> I know, yeah, so quaint. Um, and I think uh, they only had Under the Pink. That was the only one they had by her. So I just picked it up and put it in. And like within the first few notes, it was pretty good. Yeah, I was just floored. It was so beautiful and powerful and stirring. And I was just hooked right away. Oh, excellent. And did you play piano already at that point? No, I um, so I discovered Tori when I was 16 and started learning a couple of months later, um, mostly inspired by Tori Amos, but also around about that time I discovered Dresden Dolls and Regina Spector and a couple ah. of other um, really great female uh, pianists. So Excellent. that all happened at a really formative time and really inspired me to uh, teach myself how to play. And you still play today? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, so I play and I write my own music and I perform um, my as well in my local area um, and I'm currently writing my very first album so it's very exciting wonderful we can't wait to hear that um, you guys can find her at katherineelms.co.uk I'm looking at your website right now um, very very great website You, what is your signature Tory yeah, song if you had to pick one um, I think it would be Daisy Dead Petals. Um, <laughs> it's a bit of an odd one because it's a B-side, but I've always like really loved that song. I love how upbeat and kind of plinky plonky it is. Like, do, 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 do. Yeah. And <laughs> I, I just think it's really beautiful and moving. And I love how, I think that's a really good example of how her lyrics are not easy to decipher, but then when you put the time and effort in, it's really even more worth it. Yes, so, yeah, I would for, say sure, for sure, for sure. Um, I love Daisy Dead Petals. I love, I love Daisy Dead Petals. Um, I don't think I've ever heard anybody say yeah. that's their signature song, though, so a way to go. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> yeah, uh, what's your favorite Tory cover of oh, all time? Um, uh, this is a one because like, she covers so many brilliant songs. I would probably have to say Smuggler Teen Spirit. I know it's kind of an obvious choice because that's one of her most well-known songs, but um, I first heard that not long after I first discovered her, and it was the first time I'd heard that kind of uh, dark, rock, grungy music played on a piano and, and reimagined so differently and so beautifully, and I found that incredibly inspiring um, as as a musician myself, so... Um, and, and that's really influenced a lot of the way I write going forward as well. So yeah, Smells Like Teen Spirit for me. That's great. I, when I was a teenager, I heard Smells Like Teen Spirit for the first time as well. And I was just like floored mm. to hear what she did with it. I, I don't play piano, but it just still like is so startling. It is, yeah. It's really creative and beautiful. So do you do covers as well when you perform? Yes, yes. Yeah, that's right. So I've covered Tori a few times. Oh, what's your um, favorite Tory song to cover? Oh, um, 
I think it might be Space Dog. Because ah. it's got that really that really great left hand part that dun, dun, da, 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 yeah, which is yeah. really fun to play. Uh, so yeah, that's probably my favorite. That's awesome. It's so cool. So what makes you happier? Being at the Tory show tonight or getting two points in our Wills and Wants game? <laughs> oh it's a close one. Um <laughs> I'm gonna say the I'm gonna say the Tory show because I've Fine. had two points before. Fine, I so. accept that. <laughs> I'll accept it this one time. (laughs) Um, So you're not heading to Manchester and Glasgow, but you told me in a different conversation that you'll maybe do the entire next tour. (laughs) Is that right? (laughs) Oh, well, if I can afford it. I'm like really impressed with all the people who are like following the whole tour around. I would love to do that sometime. Right. Yeah. Every time, you know, just because Tori tours pretty regularly, she, um, you can kind of count on her every two or three years. Mm-hmm. I have like a little fund, so I'm like always putting money in that fund, assuming there will be another tour in two years. Uh, so that's how I'm. Oh, that's it. a good that's idea. What, yeah, just like twenty bucks okay. here and there, mm-hmm. whatever you can afford. So that way, when the twenty mm-hmm. here we are, it's it's 2017, but we're already talking about the 2019 tour. <laughs> but just so that you can <laughs> be able to do it all, <laughs> those are pro uh, tips. Good idea. Pro tips. Ladies and gentlemen, that's Catherine Elms. You can follow her across social media at Catherine Elms, all one word. And you can find her online, catherineelms.co.uk. Give her a check. Do you have any music for people to listen to? Yes. Yeah, you can listen to my music for free on my website. Excellent. Um, Thank you so much for being on our show, Catherine. And we'll talk again, yeah? No, thank you for having me. Thanks so much. 2019. Keep it in your goals. I will. I will. Bye. (laughs) Okay. Bye. Um, It's so great to get different perspectives on the shows, uh, different vantage points, just different experiences. Um, that's what I'm most excited about for the U.S. tour and doing tour all night then. Um, I hope to talk to people after the show, just random people that are there in the city and just hear everybody's stories as they come out of the venue. That's what I'd like to do anyway. Um, hopefully I won't get kicked out of too many venues or uh, put on the do not admit list. I, and I'm also thinking, like, how am I going to get my recording equipment in the venue? But whatever. I'll, I'll deal with that. Don't you worry. Don't you worry your pretty little heads about it. I'll deal with it. Um, until then, let's crunch the numbers. At the top end of the spectrum, we have Precious Things for at least 761 performances. Silent All These Years for at least 347. Horses for 372. Little Earthquakes for at least 283. IIE for 235. A Sort of Fairy Tale for 208. Uh, Beauty Queen for 246, Cloud of My Tongue for 190, Pancake for 118, and Bliss for 152, The Underhundos, uh, Breakaway for 4, Ruby for 17, River for 17, Free Falling for 2, Silver Springs for 3, Russia for 4, Josephine for 55, Happy Birthday. Um, and that is it. That's all I'm seeing in my tour diary. The album that came out the winner, actually, if you count Mary's Eyes, the little bit that she threw into Pancake, then you have Native Invader winning the night with four songs played. And those, of course, were Mary's Eyes, Reindeer King, Breakaway, and Russia. And we count Russia not as a B-side because it's on the deluxe. You guys, we have two shows left. Tomorrow, Manchester. The next day, Glasgow. This was in Wants Game, heating up. Separating the wheat from the chaff, whatever that means. I don't farm. 
Um, let me pull up that page and I will give you the details on our leaderboard. At the top of the leaderboard, we have Kathleen Patron added two points tonight to get to 19. Valerie Horsfall and Dan Verdeja tied for second place at 18 points. Saker Hines on her own in third place and tied for fourth place Shaggy Shags and Chrissy Olsen with 16 points. It's anybody's game, obviously. I mean, not anybody's game. It's clearly not my game anymore. But I'm thinking that I'm going to, you know, we have the prizes for the first, the second, and the third place. And I'm thinking that everybody else is going to go into a bag, and then I'm going to draw, like, one random winner, and uh, they'll get a participation gift because everybody's been playing. Um, and maybe I'll do, like, everyone who played every night and or most nights. You know what I mean? Like, put them in the bag. Because this has been so much fun. I can't wait to do it again for the U.S. tour with a new set of, like, procedures, maybe... <laughs> Maybe a new rule or two, um, like no late entries ever accepted, and the, but then have it be like 6 p.m. on the show night in the show time zone, or 7 p.m. maybe. 7 p.m. in the show time zone will be when we close the entries, and you'll just have to do your own math to find out when 7 p.m. is. That's what we'll do for the U.S. tour, and you know we'll do like a little special episode on how to play and the new rules, if there will be any. But yeah, that's our Wills and Wants game. Special thanks to everybody who's helping us out and helping us make Tour All Night a reality. Of course, we have James Farron, who is handling this spreadsheet for Wills and Wants. And he was a busy little beaver today because there were so many people playing. Thank you to Shay Stymac, who's building our nightly playlists. And congratulations on your two points tonight. We have, of course, Kathleen. Thank you to our correspondent who's been with us for a long, long while. And thank you to Catherine Elms, who joined us tonight on tonight's show. If you're interested in being on a show in the U.S., just let me know. I'll be around at the meet and greets. You know, just tell me, hey, hey, nice shirt. And then I'll and then I'll know you want to be on the show. <laughs> I'll know it's a false compliment. Nice shirt. And I'll say, oh, let me get you on tape saying that. Anyway, that's all for me. If you're liking what we do, please head over to patreon.com slash songs of Tori Amos and check us out over there. We have plenty of perks at many different levels. Um, so if you want to throw us a couple bucks, that would be awesome. Uh, sign up for our newsletter, songs of Follow our social at songs of across all platforms. And congratulations to everybody who um, was in London. Congratulations for being there. Congratulations to everybody for everything that you've ever done that's right. And we'll just forget about all the stuff you've done that's wrong. You've got a clean slate here. You've got a clean slate here, folks. I, I, you know, you can be anything you want in my eyes. Just tell me what I'm looking at. And that's what it is. I don't ask questions. Tell me no secrets. I'll tell you no lies. Now a little bit of Catherine Elms. This is a song called Not Enough from her EP, So Far From Whole. You can visit her website, katherineelms.co.uk. That's Catherine with a C-A-T-H-E-R-I-N-E, Catherine Elms. Um, and you can also visit her on Bandcamp and check out the song. Buy her EP. It's very, very good. It's only £3.20. Get it now. Bye.
I drove myself crazy looking for a sign Picking through its old words before the sentiment rots He said he'd call when it's the right time When my sleeves twisted into vicious knots And I looked straight, straight into
Tour All Night is a production of the Sideways Society. For more information, please visit us online at songsoftoriamus.com.